Welcome to the Life Experience, a broadcast brought to you by Life Worship Center, where we're led by a dynamic duo, Bishop Denzel and Robin Rule. We are a church that lives in love, operates in integrity, walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. An advantage that is not appreciated and understood is going to be squandered. Can I tell you on Father's Day, quickly, about advantage? That when it comes to shaping the next generation and determining how the world functions, fathers have an advantage. Yes, we do. I can give you two. I could go really superficial and talk about advantage number one, that we don't get pregnant. I know why the rest of these men ain't clapping. I don't, I don't know. You're probably never being next to a pregnant woman. I couldn't imagine being pregnant. And therefore, I won't imagine it. So there are the superficial advantages that we have. But let me give you two that, honestly, through the Lord really gave this to me. Two advantages that men and fathers have that we don't take advantage of. Number one, advantage number one is we have been created as the head. Write it down. Advantage number one, we have been created as the head. Every man put your hand on your chest and say, I am head. I am head. That's an advantage that's innate. Once you came to the earth, you were given the mechanisms, the tools to become head. That's an advantage because your Bible says that we are the head of the wife as Christ is head of the church. When, Jesus, when God sent Jesus to be the head of the church, he equipped him with a little extra than everybody else because of the assignment that he had. Oh, come on. Yeah. Ladies, you don't like this, but it's the truth. The truth of the matter is we are head as Christ is head. Christ didn't come into the earth as everybody else in the earth. He was equipped and tooled with greater measure of abilities and anointings because of his assignment. Now, understand it. It was not just because of the great assignment that he had. It was because of the great attack that he would have to undergo. This is why he had to function in the authority and the faith and in the power that he had because the devil was out to kill him even before he was born. Danza, you're talking good. And we don't realize the advantage that we have as head and therefore we're sleeping on the fact that just as the devil did in the days of Moses and as he did in the days of Jesus as babies, he's doing still today. He's sending out a call saying, kill the males. And we males don't realize our advantage as being head. The devil knows that we have a God seed in us as head that allows us to do certain things in the earth. The devil knows it and so he attacks the male seed. We are under tremendous attack because we don't realize the advantage that we have and now we are at a disadvantage. So women are not to be offended by this, but they are, their eyes are to be open. But watch this. What I realize also is that advantages are not truly appreciated until they are lost. Huh. 
<laughs> Couple of years ago, Steph them realized what three one mean. Yeah? Because there's a three to one on LeBron them. And they didn't take advantage of their advantage. But this year they appreciate. They had a great appreciation for three years ago this year. Because when they had the three to one advantage, they squandered it. And now they're on the one side of the three. And they look up that hill. I said, that's a long way to climb. But more, more often than not, we don't appreciate it until we're at the bottom. And what's happening is that us men are losing our headship. We're losing our headship. Pastor, we can't lose it because God gave it to us. See, you don't read your whole Bible. The, God made you head and then he made you a help meet. God made you head, then he made you a help, not helper. If he made you a helper, you'd have this. But this is what he did. He made you a help meet. So now when you fool around and don't take your place as head, your meat, your meat didn't go anywhere. She is not taking over headship. You are not there. And when God, y'all men getting mad at me. When God created her, he says, I'm going to make her a help me, not a helper. You lied when you read the scripture. As I told you, your mind is telling you what you see. You thought you saw helper. That's not what you saw. You thought you saw, you thought you saw helpmate. That's not what you saw. It was not helper or helpmate. It was help meet. So, bruh, when you don't understand the advantage that God has given you and you play the fool, your meat is still there. They had one old song when we was in church that if the devil in the church and he don't want to do right, kick the devil out of the church and let the church roll on. And so if the man in the church and he or if the man in the house or if the man on the job and he don't want to do right he wants the, want the job to shut down the job can't shut down because God knew how we go and if he had made a helper then the job would have stopped so what he did was he says I'll be the helper and I'll make for you a help meet. So when you fall out of line with your assignment and you are no longer functioning as head, I will then be the helper for the help meet because my operation can't fail. And so I'm not trusting you to be the help. See, see, understand this. What holds, ask anybody in construction on, and in here, what holds a job together when you keep on changing out foremans is the fact that you've got helpers who know the job. So God says, what I'll do is I'll maintain the posture of the helper to ensure that I know where the job was going. And so we're going to swap out foreman. That's all right. Because I got someone on the ground level that knows how this thing is supposed to operate. 
So advantage number one that we have is that we have a created head. What does it mean to be head? To be head means to be the protector. To be head means to be the gatekeeper. And to be head, as Jesus was head, means to be intercessor. So, when I can't connect with heaven, my intercessors do. Your Bible says Jesus is at the right hand of the Father making intercession. Girlfriend, put Ephesians 5 on there so they can know I ain't making this thing up. Ephesians 5, 20, 21, 22 is in that ballpark that talks about we are head as Christ is head. And so if Christ is intercessor, so are we intercessor. So senior man, you cannot brag or be in the head of your house if you don't pray for your house. You're not a head if you don't lead your house in intercession. You're not head. Head covers the house in prayer. And watch this. The, the first people who see attacks in this house is the intercessors of the house. And the reason your house keep on getting blindsided, dude, is because you are not in the posture of intercession. And so when things coming at your house, you don't even see it because you are not in the posture. It's not about you thinking you have mother's wit and you're so deep. It's a, it's a grace that God has given you, but it only is activated when you assume the posture of prayer. Now, it's a grace. Watch this. When God gives you a grace and you don't assume the posture of prayer, what God gives you then is perverted. And that's how we get palm readers. Because they have a gift that's not submitted to God in prayer. But the gift still functions. That's how we get psychics. Because they have a spiritual gift that's not submitted to God. And so what's happening is we get brothers who were given a gift by God to be head, but they're not committed to, committed to God. And so what's happening through prayer, they are perverted. And they're leading their houses into perversion and trying to exact their authority as head when they are un, out of alignment with God. And that's why their wives are frustrated. When you are in alignment with God as head and doing it God's way, your wife will rejoice. She's not fighting you because you're head. She's fighting you because you're out of alignment. <laughs> I've found this, that whenever there is tension between Denzel and Robin, it's usually because there's tension between God and Denzel. And whenever Denzel clears the line between him and God, him and Robin tend to line up. And again, I can't get a man to say Amen. Because see it like Robin, Denzel, God. There is a string that holds us all together. All right, can you see it? It's God. He anchors Robin at the bottom. There's a string and I'm here. If I am out of alignment with God, I am automatically out of alignment with Robin. Because she's at the bottom of the string, if I stay, if these two are fixed and anchored, she got to somehow end up leveled or even if she drifts a little bit, when she finishes drifting, because this is anchored and this is anchored, she may drift, but when she finishes drifting, she can end up right back here. 
But if, if that is anchored and this is moving, there's going to be this. And we can be missing all the time. Every once in a while we hit. Boy, you teaching good this morning. Every once in a while we hit, we hit in passing. We in agreement in passing. So more often than not, we're in disagreement because I am not fixed to him. So to be, is this too much for Father's Day? So in order to truly function in my assignment as head, I must be in alignment with him. Y'all should have bring y'all dudes to church this morning. I know why y'all lead them home. Bring them here. I was, y'all know it's going to help y'all this morning. Bring the dude you think you like. Bring him. Let me help him. You want me to bring him? And you know you think you like him. And you know when you think you like somebody, you end up liking them. You know how you go. So play like you know how you go. You know when you think you like somebody, before long, you're going to like them. And shortly after that, they can break your heart. But I behold, glory to God. So he's like, we're the head. That's an advantage. The second advantage we have, and I'm done here. The second advantage that men have is that God gave us something that he gave Adam. All through scripture, man, this is so, Lexus is good, but Mata Blues is so good. All through scripture, you will see this, that, let's do it like this. Um. Go to uh, Matthew chapter 1. I think it is verse 21 or something like that. Something like that. Something profound. Now, who was, who was the true father of Jesus? God, right? God is the father. He's the Holy Spirit. They're the father of Jesus. But look at what he says to Joseph. Read verse 21. Ready? Read. Who is he talking to? He's talking to Joseph. He says, Mary is going to bring forth a son. Thou doesn't mean y'all. Thou means you. Mary is going to have a son. But his name will not be established until you call his name Jesus. The second advantage that God gives fathers is that we are the ones with the right to name. All through scripture, it is the, remember when John was born, they went to Zechariah to see what the name of the child would be and Zechariah wrote it down and says his name shall be called John. Women were not given the authority, mothers were not given the authority to name their child. Now, I'm not trying to rebuke no one because even in today's context, even though, yeah, we sometimes give in and acquiesce to the woman, the child still carries the father's name. So even though you may get the first name, trust me, when the, ch when the, when the child's name is established, it is rooted or grounded or founded upon the name of the father. Glory to God. Now, when the men don't understand the advantage that they have and are not there fulfilling their role, then we can end up with children that don't even carry their father's name. 
Now, this is not superficial, beloved. Watch this. When God created man, glory to God, he says in Genesis chapter 1, he says, you shall have dominion over the animals, over the birds of the air, over the creeping things. You will have dominion over them. And then in chapter 2, he says, to, he says that Adam named all the animals. Okay, I was slow too. In chapter one, he says, you will have dominion, not over the woman, you will have dominion over the animals, over the birds, over all these things, you gonna have dominion over all these things. And then he says, the same things that Adam had dominion over, they were the things that God allowed him to name. The right to name something gives you dominion over whatever you name. Glory to God. That's why when Jesus, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, that God called the darkness night and called the light day. And that's why he can say, David comes back and says, this is the day that the Lord has made. Why could he say that? He could say that because in the beginning, God was the one that called it day and called it night. Whenever you name something, you have dominion over what you have named. Fathers, because God gave you the right to name the next generation, it gives you dominion over the next generation. And so you are no good when you say you don't know how my child end up like this you raise up these children right and they do all kind of foolishness you are not living up to your name because you have dominion over what you named and if you name the child you have the authority to determine where the child ends up but when you don't understand the advantage that you have then someone else takes authority over what you have named How can some other man, listen to me, if I did, and y'all see Robin remarry, and she let one joke it up, but they can change now your name. Listen, y'all, y'all, that's what I need y'all to do. I need y'all to go to Lakeview, wherever I buried, and y'all stand and say, Denzel, come forth. Y'all need to raise my behind from the dead. Because no, sir, that's mine. You don't have no authority to name that. I named that. And you can't rename what I have named. Oh, man. Hallelujah. I got to stop. That's it. That's it. Play. I'm done. You can find a lot of horrible husbands. Listen to me. Who are great fathers you cannot find an amazing husband that's a horrible father we know all of us know those who are oh, just horrible women boy but they take care of their children boy but you cannot find you hard pressed to find you I've never found one a good, great husband was a horrible father. I think we got it the wrong way. That's why I talk so much about being husbands and wife because you can't feel where that's going. Because as fathers, they talk about fathers and children. I don't need to talk about fathers and children. If I talk about husbands and wife, if you become an amazing husband, you'll always be a great father.
Let's teach our men how to handle, treat, honor, respect, and love their women. And if they learn how to treat a woman right, trust me, her children are straight. Always. So let's stop all this fathering classes and let's start some husbanding classes. Husbanding. And if you husband right, we'll get the rest right. If your wife is happy, your children will be happy. Now my question to you, married fathers in here, how happy is your wife? And I promise you, if she's not happy, your children, they ain't happy. Your children are at a disadvantage if your wife is not happy. Make her happy, your children jamming. I didn't get no amen, I don't need them. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the CHRES Auditorium, located Mini Street just off of Robinson Road. Our Sunday morning worship service begins at 9.30 a.m. and our Tuesday night Bible study begins at 6 p.m. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.